Hi, welcome to another episode of the JetRails podcast and a video uh, brought to you today by the, the teams of JetRails and Collins Harper. Uh, we've got uh, Alex Pavlotsky here with us from the Collins Harper team, as well as uh, Tom and Robert here at, at JetRails. Uh, Alex, you want to give a little background on, on yourself and your team? Most uh, definitely. So Alex Pavlotsky uh, with Collins Harper uh, Software. We're uh, big partners with JetRails uh, and Magento. Uh, we build all sorts of interesting and exciting stuff on Magento plot platform, Magento 1, Magento 2, specifically uh, payment extensions for big uh, payment acquirers and banks, uh, shipping extensions for everybody who is in shipping under the sun, uh, building sites as well, and uh, everything in between. So that's uh, the experience I got. My team is uh, 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 full of qualified uh, and certified Magento developers, and uh, we've been in business since 2007. And Tom, a quick introduction. Sure. Uh, this is Tom Pachalski here with JetRails. We provide managed hosting solutions for mission-critical operations like Magento. <laughs> And um, I'm basically here to um, help assist with communication with development agencies, clients, you know, the end users to make sure they have uh, the support that they need for, uh, for success. And I'm Robert. I oversee partnerships and alliances at JetRails and um, am a Magenta 1 and 2 certified solution specialist uh, with experience helping to run a, a Magento partner agency as well. Um, and many years of experience in uh, in pitching and uh, and, and launching uh, and helping to manage and, and optimize uh, Magento sites. So um, today's topic is going to be uh, about the progression of Magento 2 from the original planning stages uh, up through where we're at today. It's very easy to get lost in what's rolled out in uh, Magento 2.0, 2.1, 2.2, now 2.3. Um, so we'll be trying to bring you some of those insights that have come along the way that make uh, Magento to the, the powerful platform that it is today. Um, I think it would be great uh, for us to start off maybe talking a little bit about um, some of that history. And, and Alex, uh, you know, you're in the industry long enough to remember when Magento 2 was still on the drawing board. Um, any thoughts to open us up on that? Well, Magento has uh, expanded significantly since the days of uh, Magento 1 being a collaborative open source uh, project, pretty much with everybody chipping in, um, into that formed into Magento 2, uh, which is a completely different platform, it's the same as comparing DOS and Windows XP, <laughs> I shall say. Um, and with Magento 2 came in... Um, more stringent controls on the extensions and third-party plugins. Uh, Magento has created mark its own marketplace, which is uh, uh, very similar to an app store, where uh, a developer uh, submitting a third-party application has to abide by uh, certain guidelines and rules and strict regulations and checks and balances before it gets published onto the marketplace. And it is a one point where uh, people would go uh, for trusted applications and third-party extensions for the Magento. And as you know, Magento is used for by um, 
the largest enterprise clients and mid-level and small clients too, but it can support the large enterprise solutions for complex products, uh, huge product databases, um, and many, many uh, online merchants, e-commerce merchants uh, found themselves to be very successful on Magento platform. Yeah, and you know, I remember the the roll up. We heard about Magento two for a good long while before it it finally got released. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily the easiest release. I think it it probably still could have been considered in beta. Um, so there <laughs> there was a bit of a uh, a, a roadmap there that um, meandered a, a a bit when they launched. Uh, that had to be around um, oh November twenty fifteen. Um, but the marketplace, I think, is one of the best things that came out of it, uh, being able to uh, look at extensions that have got, undergone at least some level of code review. Uh, I know that, that our team here at uh, JetRails um, you know, is providing some free extensions. We've got one up there already for two-factor authentication. We've got some others that, uh, that we've been sharing with the community that we're planning to submit as well, like our uh, Cloudflare extension that, that helps folks uh, manage Cloudflare right from the Magento admin. And the experience with that, having people download something that they can feel more confident in versus the old Magento Connect, that, that's definitely a big plus. Um, so did uh, when would you say that your first experience was with a Magento 2 site? Obviously, early days, there were a lot of uh, kinks to be worked out. Indeed, it started uh, very early in, uh, well, late 2015, early 2016, when it rolled out. Uh, there were a lot of uh, um, stability issues. Uh, since then, it has improved. Magento has improved significantly. Uh, right now, the uh, version is 2.3, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they have taken strides since uh, 2015, 2016. Magenta 2 has become a definitely more stable product. And uh, now we have a recent development with Adobe. Uh, everybody knows Adobe from their uh, uh, ventures into PDF and Photoshop and other their products. Uh, so they have acquired uh, Magento. And uh, I believe uh, that under their corporate control and stewardship, Magento will become a more structured and streamlined organization with uh, many more products uh, for e-commerce uh, to come and many more integrations. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it is definitely interesting. Um, Tom, you have some thoughts on that? No, you know, I just wanted to point out that from my experience and all the feedback that I'm getting from the different uh, development teams, from the, the end user, it's all about making the experience better. And all the feedback, uh, at least that, that I'm given, it's, it's positive. Um, the development process is a lot more streamlined. It's easier. Um, store owners are having a, an easier time managing uh, everything that they have in the back end. But most importantly, all these new tools that uh, Magento 2 uh, has put forth and in bringing in, into the uh, equation it's making the web visitor experience much better. And that's what it's all about, is making sure that that web visitor has a, a better time with the checkout process, an easier time shopping, and it's just, just simply put, just a better experience. Yeah, and I'd have to agree. I think that the Adobe acquisition certainly came well after the release of Magento 2, so um, it's something that they've adopted um, but they're really 
doing their best to walk the walk and talk the talk when it comes to open source so far. Um, there's a lot of eyes on them for that, uh, but they, they seem to be doubling down on, on that, uh, and we're glad to see it. Um, they are releasing their new uh, Adobe uh, Commerce Cloud and such, really, you know, upmarket for you know Fortune 500s and and large companies that uh, they want some of those extra Adobe products bundled in, and so that's certainly really interesting and, and certainly helps to uh, to show off the power of what you can do with Magento paired with with other systems, um, and I, I think that uh, you know we're all very confident that Magento is here for many, many years to come. And so with that, let's talk about uh, where it started back in, in November 2015, some of the original selling points over Magento 1, aside from being built on, on a more modern stack. Uh, Alex, I know that uh, you've worked with, with lots of checkout integrations and such. Obviously, Magento 2, right off the shelf, offered a, a better checkout experience. Um, how have you seen some of that come together and um, some of the value brought uh, just in improvement to that you know, mm -hmm. shopping cart and uh, checkout flow? Well, the checkout flow is more streamlined. Uh, there is a lot of potential for integration with uh, taxation, um, coupons, uh, discounts, um, and multitude of payment methods, uh, third party or otherwise. Um, it has standardized the the flow and the checkout flow, um, released the API for, for integration, which uh, has generated a lot of interest from a bunch of our clients, uh, Visa, CyberSource, Authorize.net, Stripe, that immediately wanted to connect um, and release their products onto Magento Marketplace, respectively, to facilitate to grab the clients and facilitate um, their experience with with Magento. So it is a more streamlined uh, process that is more secure with the release of uh, version two point three. Um, now, a lot of uh, uh, PCI compliance came into play in terms of checkout and payment specifically. Uh, it, is, it is a significantly more secure solution. On that very note, um, I uh, never forget to mention that Magento plans to deprecate uh, meaning kill Magento 1 at some point in the future um, and uh, will stop supporting it. So therefore, whoever is sitting on Magento 1 still and is thinking of migrating to Magento 2, now is the time before the, uh, the rush uh, happens. Um, uh, the consequence of not migrating to Magento 2 would be the cessation of support for Magento 1 and the uh, potential openings for, uh, for, for vulnerabilities, for exploits. So it is a great idea to start thinking about migrating to Magento 2.3 or whatever future version will come out um, sooner rather than later, just because of these uh, security updates alone. Yeah. So give or take, uh, I, I believe that that uh, end of life, that deprecation for Magento 1 is coming in June of 2020. So I'd say around four or five years after the, um, uh, after the launch of Magento 2. So not a bad run. Um, to give people a chance to get their money's worth out of Magento One, but you know technology doesn't stop evolving. So uh, you know the internet that many years ago versus today, a lot of uh, a lot of new updates, um, and I, I think we're going to see some of that as we talk a little bit more about some of these uh, these releases along the way. So uh, Magento Two definitely you know cut down on the 
the checkout process so that there'd be fewer steps. Um, something that I, I saw a lot of folks buying extensions for for Magenta One, buying one-step checkout extensions where they may not have necessarily needed that in, in M2. And I think personally that that was a big benefit because uh, in M1, the one-step checkouts were one of the most common extensions to cause conflicts um, because anything else that you were going to add to the checkout wasn't necessarily going to play well with that one-step checkout. Extensions were going to expect a native checkout. Um, so as you were adding things that had to do with payments and shipping and um, all customer attributes and all sorts of uh, other features, um, you know, order attributes, it, there were often issues, but... Uh, you know, certainly lots of little nuance that, that came along there, um, even allowing customers to register for an account on the thank you page or uh, having uh, customers recognized if they had an existing email address um, so that uh, instead of shopping as a guest, they would be reminded to, uh, to log in. Um, and I'd say also, though, I, I wouldn't neglect to, to talk about some of the server side improvements um, and uh, optimizations. Uh, Tom, would you be able to speak a little bit to uh, some of the uh, caching and, uh, and overall improvements from the hosting side of things? Sure. Um, with, with Magento 2, you pretty much have uh, Varnish built in uh, out the box. But uh, one of the, that, that makes you know, everybody's life just a lot easier. Uh, some of the things that I've noticed, though, um, with that is there there's a certain level of comfort that needs to be there still when working with varnish um you know one of the things that i've heard about historically with magento one is hey i've got varnish set up but it's not working or it doesn't seem like uh, the site's performing any better than it has uh, you know prior to this and what i would want to mention is that um you know we've seen that I guess, how can I say this? The cash, the measurement of cash miss or cash hit rates play a factor. So I would say using uh, tools like uh, Varnish Stat to spot check to make sure Varnish is working properly. But out the box with Magento 2, uh, Varnish is there. Excellent. And, um, you know, I think we can... Uh we can look at the cadence of updates that have been coming out. And so about uh, a year after Magento 2 originally released, we got to, um, to 2.1, which I, I would call the stability release. Um, it wasn't necessarily adding a ton of new features at that point. It was really um, clearing out the bugs of the original release and, and getting Magento uh, 2 to a much more stable place where uh, it, it could be used uh, as, as more of a mainstream platform and, and not an early adopter platform. Um, Alex, would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Yes, uh, stability in the very beginning of Magento's 2 release was an issue. Uh, now it's not uh, so anymore. Um, it is a relatively stable platform um, with plenty of customization options. That everybody is after. Now, I uh, see sometimes that uh, clients in their effort to customize Magento to their liking do break things, but it is not Magento's fault. Um, it is uh, the effort, through the effort of uh, deep customization and breaking the flow sometimes. But it is a much cleaner uh, process, both from the front end and back end. Um, 
development perspectives, both for the uh, uh, merchant controlling the flow and the products uh, and monitoring the sales and controlling the sale process, as well as for the end customer who is uh, presented with the, the checkout flow. It is a much cleaner solution compared to Magento 1. And, uh, you know, and I think that brings us to Magento 2.2. So uh, we saw 2.0 in 2015, 2.1 in 2016, 2017 brought us 2.2. Certainly minor releases in between. Um, but uh, when we got to 2.2, one of the things I found most interesting was the, the release of Magento's B2B features for the Magento commerce users uh, on the enterprise side. Um, I've worked on many uh, B2B sites through the years, and so I, I thought it was about time that, uh, that Magento started to get some of that into the core. I know that that was uh, really a community effort, and uh, you know they, they wound up adding in things that had to do with, with quick ordering and uh, quotes as opposed to adding to cart and checking out at an exact amount, requesting a quote uh, from the seller so that you could negotiate rates on things, um, requisition lists and company accounts. A lot of features that I think you could really uh, achieve pretty well um, with Magento extensions today off the shelf. Um, and also, in some cases, features that you're probably going to customize a bit around your organization regardless, things like uh, you know, quotes and, and such that um, you know, one company might handle a little bit differently than another. Um, but certainly nice to see that for some of those uh, larger B2B merchants uh, that Magento was uh, doing their part to be competitive in the market. Um, you know, Alex, have you run into folks starting to use some of those features? I know that they're, uh, they're still a bit young, but uh, you know, they've now been out for uh, yeah, for, you, you know, def definitely I heard about the B2B functionality and the quotation functionality, uh, uh, not in my experience, um, but I know uh, I wanted to segue uh, you starting talking about Magento 2 and 2.2 specifically. I wanted to involve Tom in uh, um, raising up a, um, an issue of proper environment for hosting between Magento 1 and Magento 2. Uh, there are quite uh, significant differences uh, since the introduction of Magento 2 on the PHP requirements and um, hosting requirements. They are very much different. Is it, is it so, Tom? Absolutely. You know, with the evolution of technology and the, the way things are happening at such a rapid pace, you know, with um, Magento 2, you know, you're, you're going to be taking advantage of uh, you know, using PHP 7, uh, you're going to have a more stable environment, um, a lot more efficient. There's a lot more security and, and a lot more optimization. So, yes, the, the environments are, are definitely different. I'd say there's also some security improvements, even, um, you know, pushing files away from the root directory into safer directories and such um, that the, the overall architecture and in some ways from a hosting perspective got improved uh, you know aside from the addition of things like, like varnish uh, as a more off-the-shelf uh, you know, integration so sure. de definitely if, if you try to simply just load up m2 in your existing m1 account you're probably missing things like composer and um, things that you're going to need and want um, in order to successfully uh, host an m2 site i always recommend starting with a fresh account 
uh, you know, it's an M1 site, you know, you're probably looking at a, a hosting account that's chock full of years of, I don't know, let's just <laughs> say remnants of things. Um, so, you know, best to start somewhere clean, apply the right security protocols, apply the right uh, optimizations for, for speed and otherwise. Um, but absolutely sort of, you know, there's similarity between the two, but they are, are two different beasts. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, I, I would agree with Rob about that. And uh, we're working with a couple of clients whom we migrate from Magento 1 to Magento 2. Um, all we take is, uh, you know, maybe CSS styling and the uh, um, database and certain rules, but we start from a fresh account and we build it uh, from scratch. And that's an important uh, uh, thing to um mention as well that uh, migrating to Magento 2 is pretty much the same as building a new site. I mean, we take some of the things from uh, Magento, the database, some rules, uh, and but all the extensions, uh, all the third party must be new, uh, specifically built for Magento 2. Um, a lot of the companies that were a Magento 1 are building or have already built a Magento 2 extension. But this transition is, uh, it, it takes time. It takes uh, three to six months to do, and it is uh, very similar to building a completely new site. And some clients uh, realize that and take this opportunity to refresh at the same time as their move from Magento 1 to Magento 2. Mm -hmm. um, the, the key word that you said there was clients, and that's a very, very important word in my vocabulary. And you know, to make things as easy as humanly possible is always the goal. And you know, you know, with Magento One, we're always focusing on security. How can we protect the client? And it, you'd be surprised with, um, you know, we, we put out a, a two-factor authenticator out there. You know, we can call our clients all day long, and it just it, it surprises me. There's always a little bit of resistance to bringing that technology in to help protect them. I don't know why. I mean, it's there. It's 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 there for them to make sure that their site is protected as humanly possible, but there's a lot of pushback. Now with Magento 2, you've got, you know, the 2FA built in already. So hopefully that streamlines, uh, you know, the process and allows them to take advantage of it without, you know, putting that extra extension in. So security is a, a little bit better. And, uh, you know, when 2.2 came around, you know, there were there were some other, you know, nice things that, that rolled out with it. And so I, I think that's around the time that uh, that it got renamed from Magento Community Edition and Enterprise Edition over to open source and commerce. Um, so, you know, based the same uh, concept, but uh, you know, rebranding of the names of the versions. Um, but that's around the time that they released uh, some of the advanced reporting. They had acquired uh, RJ Metrics. So they added some nicer reporting tools. Um, they added some of the, the social commerce capabilities, being able to replicate a, a Facebook store. They started to bundle in um, more, uh, more apps into the core, so to speak. Um, so systems like Signified would be available off the shelf. You wouldn't necessarily need to add another extension for that. And so we saw more of, uh, uh, more of that happening. And, and that sort of brings us uh, toward Magento 2.3 which released uh, at the end of 2018. So it's the most recent. Um, the, the latest version, 2.3.1, came out uh, just, uh, just this last month in March of, uh, of 2019. Um, why don't we shift over to that for a couple of minutes and 
Um, Alex, any favorites that you've run into out of this newest uh, variation of, of Magento? And um, do you see, uh, I guess a loaded question, do you see it as you know, just an incremental update or something maybe a bit more? No, two three is a uh, is a more than incremental upgrade. Um, two three was a major um, upgrade for Magento. They changed up a few of the uh, security requirements and some flows, which um, uh, broke some things and uh, required uh, third party extension providers to um, review the compatibility of their specific extensions with Magento 2.3. So for example, if their extension was built for 2.1 and 2.2 and was working fine with the release of 2.3, um, some of them would not work from the payments perspective or shipping or et cetera, simply because of the added security and the additional functionality that needed to be there, some additional fields that needed to be parsed. Um, so everybody scrambled to uh, make it compatible with 2.3. So a lot of rework went into this. So it was a uh, major release, I shall say, and we felt it as well with our clients um, that required uh, work and rework of some of the extensions to be compatible with 2.3 as well. I have seen on my end a lot of um, clients that use these third-party extensions that we built specifically that already upgraded to 2.3. Um, so they were asking, are you compatible with 2.3? Are you compatible with 2.3? So we took proactive approach when we heard about the release to work with Nintendo and uh, uh, implement the necessary changes in order for the extensions to be uh, compatible with 2.3. So uh, before upgrading to, to the late, it's always good to upgrade to 2.3 because it, uh, the 2.3 upgrade handled a lot of uh, um, potential potential issues and vulnerabilities from security perspective and payments specifically. Uh, but before an upgrade, it's good to check and see on a fresh install of Magento um, to test uh, the, all the extensions that are currently on the site that the client is using to see that everything works smoothly rather than upgrading their live site right away. Makes sense to me. And uh you know, talking about uh, 2.3, I, I think, you know, that there are some releases around uh, multi-source inventory, which uh, which certainly was a community effort, um, not necessarily a complete redo of Magento's inventory system, but some additions there for those that have, uh, that have products stored in different retail locations or in different warehouses and, and some benefit to having some of that functionality off the shelf. I think it'll continue to evolve a bit more. Um, but that was an interesting one. Um, I, uh, I I think the biggest one um, from my perspective was did relate to PWA, to progressive web apps, and um, really a, a rethinking of the Magento front end. Um, so we can even anticipate that at some point Magento will uh, deprecate use of some of the technology uh, that, that powered the earlier themes for Magento to like uh, specifically knockout JS that that uh, flavor of JavaScript, um, but I I'm really impressed by it and and that it's the future progressive web apps uh, and their ability to um, have sites load quickly and and more seamlessly um, the addition of uh, some of the new APIs GraphQL um, things to allow Magento to interact in a more headless fashion. Um, and to allow more customization, more flexibility, 
uh, it, it really, you know, to me, 2.3 could have been in some ways 3.0. Um, just I don't think that Magento is going to abandon the two family anytime soon. <laughs> they're, they're still trying to get a lot of folks to upgrade from one. Um, but de definitely some major, major um, improvements. Uh, you know, Tom, have you run into anything interesting uh, out of 2.3? Uh, well, the Elasticsearch is now available for uh, open source users. So, you know, whereas you know previously it was only available with uh, a paid uh, commerce license. So, that's a another feature that um, is just making the buyer journey uh, that much better. And I'm glad that that is built in right now. Yeah, and. I know you mentioned earlier um, two-factor authentication. I think it's with 2.3 that, uh, that Magento added that in off the shelf. Um, and, and so that's great. Uh, I know that um, you know, they've added some other Google reCAPTCHA tech off the shelf that a lot of folks in the community were using. Um, you know, so a lot of good stuff there. As things have been progressing with, with 2.3.1, some of the, uh, the new 2.3 features are coming alive, like the, the new page builder. And so that's pretty cool, um, you know, a lot more user-friendly in, in terms of managing CMS pages and, and such, uh, you know, well, 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 you know, uh, above and beyond anything old WYSIWYG editors did. Um, and they've also uh, begun to, to put out some of the uh, Magento sales and advertising channels, um, helping to create some deeper connections with Google Merchant Center, with Amazon. Um, they've got Magento payments and early access, uh, you know, that's another one where um, they began to pull in um, something a little bit more directly between PayPal and Braintree and Signified. Uh, still yet to see exactly how that'll go. I, I know that for companies that have been Magento partners in, in payments and credit card fraud and, uh, you know, for years and, and have been supportive of the community, maybe butts up against them a little bit and, um, and not ideal, but... Uh, you know, might help some merchants uh, pull together resources more quickly and easily uh, as they're launching sites and such, fewer phone calls and vendors to manage uh, as they're getting these sites uh, up and running. Um, so some, some interesting things there. And, you know, along the way, uh, I mentioned Signified earlier, um, there have been additional core bundled extensions from companies like uh, Klarna and Vertex and uh, .mail or now .digital. So definitely uh, interesting that um, perhaps folks need fewer extensions than they did before, um, given that some of the, these things are off the shelf and hopefully um, better maintained and supported as they're just upgrading their, uh, their Magento instance and patching their Magento instance, as opposed to dealing with them as completely separate extensions in all cases. Um, so definitely a lot going on there in, in 2.3. Uh, you know, and... I think it's interesting. So, you know, I, I've hit on uh, the fact that they've been doing these annual releases. And so I think it's fair to uh, to guess that there'll be a 2.4 coming out um, next year, or, or perhaps before the end of this year, I should say it is 2019. Um, but there are also end-of-life dates coming for some of those early versions of, of 2 uh, that we've got. Um, 2.0 is already end-of-life. They're not putting out updates anymore. Um, to that family that, uh, you know, really yeah. people. And uh, I, I resonate that with you that the 2.3 could have been uh, named uh, 3.0. <laughs> yeah. But because there is a lot, there are a lot of people uh, still sitting on Magento 1. 
they're probably uh, going to carry on with uh, the the two denominator. Yeah, I think when two launched, there were enough issues with it. Um, and I remember that there was a huge number of issues, uh, you know, reported through GitHub and such. They had a big backlog um, that it was not their finest hour in terms of PR, um, that they definitely, no, definitely um, you know, that they, and I, I think that while there has been change in the Magento team and, and evolution, including between, you know, being sold by one company, bought by another, you know, that the changes in management, et cetera, that I think that there's so many folks there that have been there for so many years and that took uh, a major lesson from the experience and um, that really do care about merchants and that want to support them um, in an environment where they're not going to be asked to replatform anytime soon, where they're not going to be asked to make that bigger reinvestment that there will be changes. Um, you know, for instance, I remember when merchants had to go from, uh, you know, from a, a standard web page uh, to re, uh, recreating their themes to be mobile friendly using, you know, Bootstrap or, um, you know, or, or other frameworks uh, in order to be responsive. And so, you know, PWA may just be the next instance of that um, that comes along where, yes, there's going to be some work to do if you want to take advantage of the newest technology. Um, but often that comes w with a return on investment um, and that's something that regardless of what platform you'd be on, that you'd want to take advantage of some of this new tech, uh, especially if you're doing a certain volume. Um, no, it, definitely. It, it, definitely pays, on, so. it, it pays off. And, you know, to your point, I think with the 2.0, it, it did them a, a disfavor, so to speak, to Magento. And that's why so many people are still on Magento 1, because they had this <laughs> experience of the red uh, rumors and uh, had uh, stories uh, about 2.0. Definitely the latest 2.3 is uh, uh, nothing near what uh, was back in 2015, 2016. So... Uh, therefore, again, with the deprecation soon of uh, Magento 1, everybody should start thinking and budgeting it uh, now, the migration to M M.2. Yeah, M and look, for those that are already on M2 or that um, are considering which version of M2 to build on, so 2.0 is already deprecated. 2.1 um, is going to go into life in June 2019. Um, and then 2.2 in December of 2019. So both of those are, are going to uh, sunset this year. Um, so those are coming up. I know not everyone is, uh, is as aware. Um, so that's really a big deal in the community, um, you know, to get the word out there that folks should be uh, upgrading. Um, you know, there is a natural upgrade path between these versions of Magento 2. It does take a little bit of elbow grease and, um, and Alex, as, as you were talking about, there may be some extension uh, issues and other things to be worked through. So definitely oh. something. Oh, yes. I mean, oh, yes. all updates and upgrades should be happening in a, uh, uh, in a sandbox uh, of some sort, in essence, you know, in, in a staging or, or development site um, before being pushed to live um, and should go through ser uh, thorough user acceptance testing. Oh, yes. Our QA, our QA people with our clients are very, very busy. So um, migrating even from 2.2 to 2.3, um, that's not a minor upgrade. That's major. And on average, um, you know, enterprise-level e-commerce sites, we see 60, 70 extensions uh, utilized on them. So imagine 
10 or 15% of those extensions not working properly on 2.3. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's a big number. So yeah. what to do? Um, you know, get support yeah. from those third-party extensions, do uh, some development internally to make them compatible. So there is work and time and uh, some budget that is uh, involved with that. So merchants should uh, really, really, really start thinking it before and not delay it before the end of the year. Yeah. And, you know, there's good reason for that Magento 2.2 end of life coming at the end of this year. It coincides with the the end of life of uh, PHP 7.1. Um, and so you really want to be on, on PHP 7.2 uh, in order to get security updates in your hosting uh, stack and your hosting layer. And so that's really important. And that's part of why Magento um, place that end of life where they did. They don't want to recommend that merchants stay in a version of Magento um, where they're going to be much more likely to have uh, you know security holes in, in their hosting layer. So um, I think they're definitely pushing people in the right direction and making some good decisions there. So aside from getting new features, you're also you're getting better security. Um, and you know we just saw um, last week Magento put out. Uh, 2.3.1, alongside of the new versions of 2.2 and 2.1, which are still supported and they are still putting out patches and updates for, um, as well as uh, you know patches and updates for Magento 1. They, they put out 1.9.4.1. Um, and uh, you know, so it, it certainly is interesting to see that um, you know, if you want to stay at the cutting edge, that also means that um, you have to have certain budget in place to maintain um, and, and to optimize. So uh, certainly important, regardless of where you go in, in Magento, uh, you know, you're going to have some maintenance to be done. Um, but uh, if I were building today, I'd absolutely be looking at 231 in terms of uh, best investment. No, no, definitely. It's a cost of running a business. It's the same as if you're in a retail location, you invest in better windows, better lighting, better doors, better locks uh, for security, better cameras. Same for e-commerce store. You have to invest in this. And with the uh, new PHP requirement of 7.2 uh, comes potentially uh, uh, database uh, issues as well. So lots and lots of testing uh, required again. So um, yeah, it's a cost of doing business. Uh, the upgrades are needed and uh, there is a cost attached uh, to it, um, but this is uh, shouldn't be shouldn't be a surprise. And you know, I'll I'll ask both of you: um, Are there any situations today where you would recommend an earlier version of Magento, whether two two or one nine four one or or, or something else uh, in the Magento family, other than than the latest, other than two point three point one, for any particular reason? So, if there is a preference uh, for one versus uh, versus another, yeah, I mean, I know that there are some folks out there that um, I'll you, tell you, you know, yes. that, that, that you know that there's uh, Open Mage, for instance, where um, there are a few developers that are contributing a bit um, to, uh, as I would describe it, to fork off of Magento one um, and be able to uh, to have some maintenance in there once Magento stops providing patches officially. I mean, a, a lot of the patches and updates, they are coming one way or another with some involvement from the community. I, from my perspective, I'd be afraid 
uh, of relying on that. Um, uh, so I'll tell you, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the question is very clear. We have a lot of clients who sit on Magento 1 and they want to drag it out for as long as possible. The reason is uh, twofold, business and technical. Business, they invested hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, larger companies, you know, millions into the development of the site, making it work with everything, all the customizations and extensions that they put in there, and it just works. So any movement from there will require further development budget and so on and so forth. Um, so they are trying to get the maximum return on the investment before it is deprecated. So that's a business decision. Technical, because everything works, and if they need to change, they change um, a lot. They need to change everything. It's like building a new site, so it's a big investment, uh, as well as the technical um, uh, a probability of something not working exactly as it was before. So there is a technical burden uh, to it. So they try to drag it out as well for that reason. So there is a business and technical uh, um, motivation to for the from the merchant's perspective to stick around and uh, sit on Magento 1. Uh, in terms of your second part of question that even after deprecation there will be a community uh, group supporting it, uh, no doubt, yes, um, just like you know with any other open source uh, development, stake Linux for example, there's always uh, a group of dedicated uh, developers, not dedicated, but you know volunteers pretty much, volunteers who I interest in putting this out there um would you rely would you put your multi-million dollar business and rely on some random volunteers from the street updating and keeping up the system and with all the latest security patches and updates um or would you uh, rather migrate yes there is some cost involved in that and uh, put your uh reliance on Magento and Adobe, the companies that have been in this business for quite a while. And uh, now I shall say pretty much know what they're doing with regular updates and uh, responsibilities. So the, the potential of uh, uh, hacks, data breaches is, is, is huge. Um, in e-commerce worlds, the, uh, you know, it happens all the time. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when it will happen. So uh, how the company responds. So the quick question is, who, who are you going to call? If you are stuck on Magento 1 and you have a major breach and your volunteer developers left this uh, um, potential vulnerability open, who are you going to call? Right. On Magento 2, Magento is responsible. Adobe is responsible for the uh, quickest updates and turnarounds um, and patching the holes and the uh, future vulnerabilities that pop up. It's a, it's, it, it's, it's a shield and a sword always. You know, The protection, the better shield, better sword. There is always this territory and fight. So, uh, yeah, the big question is, I want to leave this uh, with you in your mind, is who, who are you going to call when this happens? Yeah, and look, it's not always even security. We saw... Uh, a number of weeks ago, Authorize.net, payment gateway used by a large number of Magento merchants, um, changed uh, some, some of their connectivity, uh, changed over some of their security. Um, so if you were using the old MD5, uh, <laughs> your connection was not going to succeed anymore, and you really needed to, to get on to the, uh, the update. And so someone's got to be putting that out. Um, you know, in, in the latest Magento security patch, uh, I believe that they, they patched over 30 different issues. Um, so it, more than I, I would want to completely, as you say, rely on some folks from the street, knowing that a lot of the 
uh, a lot of the people that are more involved in Magento today, um, they are keeping up. And so, um, you know, a lot of the, the better development teams and, uh, and developers themselves are much more focused on M2. Indeed, the preference from from our clients, and we build a lot of payment uh, extensions for banks and acquiring um, companies and processing companies and gateways out there. They uh, they're all into Magento too. Um, very rarely they would um, order from us an extension or an update for Magento One just because it is going out. Uh, they might have a few big clients that require still an extension for Magento 1, but those are fewer and far, fewer and far in between. But in terms of support, uh, yes, definitely. Uh, the big uh, uh, payment um, companies, they are, their focus and their investment goes into Magento 2. Yeah, same the support upgrade and, uh, and patching. Same way that there's a patch to allow you to use Magento 1 in, in PHP 7.2 and when it comes time to go to the next version of PHP, I don't know who's going to be, you know, putting that out. You know, once uh, Magento One is end of life, so it, it's it's uh, iffy, it's unknown, it's volunteer. Yeah. So will will that volunteer be there tomorrow, or will the volunteers' priorities or uh, family life or jobs uh, change, and uh, you know that project gets abandoned? With Magento, mm-hmm. you have a company, and now you have Adobe behind them as well, a well-renowned um, corporation so yeah. with a history of uh, development and uh, products. So and I think the, the major takeaway from, from my side would be that 2.3.1 is, is accepted today and, and whatever the next release will be, uh, you know, will be following along that uh, there are cases where, you know, sometimes you want to give something a little bit of a chance um, to be used, uh, you know, beyond beta. Um, as a new release comes out where you don't necessarily want to, you know, download and update the exact day that um, that a new release comes out. Patches often, uh, certainly from a security standpoint, you do want to upkeep with it as fast as you can in most cases. But uh, nonetheless, um, that, you know, there's a lot of benefit to going to this latest round of tech um, that uh, you don't want to get left behind in the e-commerce world, that's for sure. Uh, whether it's for security, whether it's for other reasons that they're going to impact um, your sales in comparison with other stores, things like loading speed. Um, so uh, we do appreciate you listening in and uh, following along with us. Um, we'll be sharing some more information on the topic on the JetRails blog uh, and um, look forward to any questions that you have for any of us. Please feel free to reach out. Um, thank you very much. And we look forward to bringing you the next installment soon. Thank you, everyone. It was good talk. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, guys.